Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride so I went to a concert the other night and while we were sitting there enjoying the songs that were being sung, there was a guy that we spotted not too far from us sitting with a woman who was obviously his date. At some points he had his arm around her and then at other points we started to see him tilt his phone in the other direction so that his date could not see that he was texting another female. Oh my God. The, the, the blood, my blood curdle that just wanted to bust him out. I mean, not, you know, it's just the girl code kind of thing where when we saw that, we were just kind of like, are you serious right now? Like we are about to tell this woman about how you are sitting here texting some other woman. And so we just kept watching and we were just kind of giggling, um, talking about how smooth he thought he was, but he, he was not as smooth as he thought he was. And every time his date got suspicious, he would, you know, do something to distract her, you know, give her a little smoke screen and hug her and love her up real quick, kiss her on her cheek and make her feel good because he wanted to distract her from seeing what he was doing. You know, every time she looked over, he would switch his phone over from the text messages to a game that he was playing to make it seem like he was playing a game. We were just, we were just appalled. Today, we are talking about the revolutionary acts of self-love. I brought that story up because one of the revolutionary acts of self-love goes far beyond getting your nails done or getting your hair done. We're talking about the type of self-love that takes care of more than how you look on the outside, more than how your body feels. We're talking about the type of self-love that takes care of your heart. So for our list today of, of revolutionary acts of self-love, number one is walking away from people who refuse to treat you according to your worth, right? And we knew immediately that this lady, she may have needed. Now, we didn't know the whole story, but, you know, we can assume certain things when we're watching how this guy is playing around with her. In my mind, I'm like, you know, that is just such a representation of when we are in a space where we don't feel so good about ourselves that we start accepting anything, you know? And, you know, just from looking at her, you know, I, I love to observe people. I love paying attention to, you know, how they act. And, and, and it's, it's my job as a coach to be able to look at a person and understand how they feel about themselves just by how they represent themselves. And so as I watched the woman that he was with, I could tell, you know, she, she didn't feel the best about herself, you know, but when you start really digging yourself and when you really start understanding who you are and loving, you know, loving who you are, you just kind of decide like, you know what? This relationship 
is not for me. Why? Because I've grown out of this space. And when you start to grow out of a space, when you your self-love grows to the point where you are unwilling to be with people who refuse to treat you according to your worth, you know then it's time to walk away. Now, we are not born with self-love, you know, like with a tendency towards self-love. That's something that has to be developed, just like you had to go to school and learn two plus two. You know, you had to go to school and learn about science, about geography and all of those good things. Self-love is something that is not taught in schools. It most likely needs to be. Self-love is something that we grasp at home. And it is learned by how we see our parents treat themselves, how they treat each other, and then how they treat us, right? So that is what starts to show us. Now, some of us didn't grow up with our parents. It could be your caregiver, grandma, auntie, a foster parent, you know, an adoptive family. The way that they treat themselves then the way that they treat you teaches you how to love yourself. Now, you could have one parent who was, you know, doting over you and then another parent who was a bit negligent over you. And that teaches you oftentimes how to care for yourself. So a lot of times when we are missing out on self-love and unwilling to walk away from people that can't, they just simply can't. It's not, some people just will not treat us the way we need to be treated. But some people, they just don't have it in them to be able to treat us according to our worth. And we learn to walk away from those things by learning self-love. So we weren't born with it. Some of us were taught to love ourselves amazingly as children. And some of us just did not get taught how. We didn't develop it, right? So now's your time. So number one is walking away from people who refuse to treat you according to your worth. Now, how do I do this? How do I set myself up to walk away from someone that's not treating me according to my worth, but I love them with my whole heart, like I want them to treat me according to my worth? How do I start that process of loving myself enough to where I don't need them or I'm not depending on them any longer? Here you go. I hope you're ready. I want you to write this down. How do I do it? I don't do it by focusing on how they're mistreating me. I don't do it by pointing out, you know, you know what? You didn't open the door for me today. Or you didn't send me flowers on Valentine's Day. Or, you know, you don't listen to me when I talk. That right there, it, that will start a war. And we're not trying to start a war. We're just trying to love ourselves well. So how do I do it? Instead of focusing on how they treat me, I need to focus on how I treat me. If they never listen to me, and I'm fussing about the fact that they never listen to me, I'd have to wonder whether I listen to myself. Do I listen to my own heart? When I saw the red flag of this person not listening to me in the beginning, did I listen to what my heart had to say or was I just, you know, a fool for what I thought was love and I just jumped in anyway, right? So we teach people how to deal with us by how we deal with ourselves, right? So number one, 
a, a revolutionary act of self-love, right? Is walking away from those that do not treat you according to your worth. So if I need that person to treat me according to my worth, first, I need to start treating myself. I need to start developing in self-love, paying attention to how I treat myself. And when I start to treat myself well, if they don't want to follow suit, if they don't want to follow that, that representation of how to treat me, then I know it's time for me to walk away. Yeah. So that's number one, walking away from people who refuse to, to treat you according to your worth. Number two, investing in yourself more than others. Being willing to invest in yourself more than others, right? And this kind of ties into what we just said. Learning how to treat yourself teaches other people how to treat you. But guess what? When it comes to investing, no one should outdo you in investing in yourself. Nobody should outdo you with that. You need to be that person that invests time. You invest understanding skills, you know, you invest learning new ways of doing things, going to school, right? Using your money to invest into coaching, into therapy, into co in, into um, courses that help you to build you, yeah? So investing in yourself is a big thing. And when you are a business owner, a lot of times we have business owners out here who are desiring people to pay them what they, you know, like according to the, the return on investment that they give. But when you are a business owner and you are not willing to pay for your own courses, pay for your own coach, who's going to pay you when you don't even believe in yourself enough to invest in yourself? Just think about that for a minute. If you don't invest in you, why would anyone else <laughs> invest in themselves through coming to what you have to offer, right? So you can't have, you can't, you can't just ignore that. You can't just have people, you know, spending money to get the goods that you have to offer unless you are investing in yourself to take those goods to the next level. Yes. So you have to practice in believing in yourself. And again, I want to remind you, this is not automatic. So when I'm sharing these little tips with you, don't think, oh my God, I'm so far behind. Oh my God, why didn't I do this sooner? No, 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 no. Don't start beating yourself over the head about it. No. How could you know? You're learning now. And now now, from this point forward, you are going to invest in yourself, all right? Number three, I hope you're ready for this. Number three, setting boundaries. Setting boundaries, right? When you set boundaries around yourself, this is another way of showing people how you want to be treated, how you want to be respected, People with no boundaries are not respectable, <laughs> right? Oh my God, I learned this the hard way. I wanted more than anything with my children to 
make sure that my children knew how much I love them. And so sometimes my love looked like not having boundaries. Everybody in mommy's bed. Everybody gets to eat from mommy's plate. Everybody gets to have all of mommy's time. Everybody gets, you know, to have mommy cook, clean, wash clothes, you know, sweep and mop the floor and clean the bathroom. Everybody gets all of mommy's time. And that taught my children that I'm not a respectable parent. And so when... You know, they would see other people and respect other people and respect, you know, uh, those who were around me. I'm kind of like, golly, like, y'all respect this person. Why y'all don't respect me? Well, because, mom, you don't have any boundaries in in place, right? And so putting boundaries in place, it is not being mean to other people. It is not, you know, because I didn't want them to feel like, oh, mommy doesn't love you or mommy's being mean to you. No, it's just a no. No is a no, right? Setting boundaries is like putting a fence up around your own yard, And you're telling the neighbors, all of the people in the neighborhood, this right here, this is my space. I don't want anyone to come in and trample on my space. And the people around you have to learn how to respect that. When there are no boundaries in place, you have people walking through your your yard for a shortcut, like all kind of stuff goes on. People's dogs come into your yard. It's not being mean to set that fence up, to set those boundaries up in your life. It's not being mean. It is saying, hey, when you go over these boundaries, you make me uncomfortable. You take you take from me something that I don't want to give at this point. And so a no, when you're setting boundaries, a no is a no. It's a complete sentence. No is a complete sentence. And you don't have to convince people that it is right or okay that you're saying no. No is a no. And there's no explanation necessary after a no. Now, if you want to give an explanation, just a little bit of what you, you know, I'm saying no, because I just don't want this or that. And that's the bottom line. When you give a no, just let that be your complete sentence. Anything other than no, I heard someone say this, and this wrecked my whole life. Anything other than a no, when you go into deep explanation of why you're saying no and why you don't want to to give a yes for this, when you go into deep explanation, you're becoming manipulative and you're trying to manipulate the other person into being okay with your no, which rarely works. So when you say no, just let it be a no. It's okay. Yes. Boom. All right. Let's go to number four. Yeah. Number four. These are revolutionary acts of self-love. This is you like waving your flag of self-love and saying, I love myself so much that number four, I am going to have expectation talks with other people. What is an expectation talk? Now, I learned this from Coach Renee, and oh my God, this was another thing that revolutionized my life. 
when I started to realize that, you know what, we need to have an expectations talk. Because in relationships, you don't just go into a relationship and have no expectations. Even if those expectations are unspoken, they're still there. I expect certain things from you and you need to be expecting certain things from me. Now, my um, conditioning, my religious conditioning had me believing that, no, I go into this relationship and I just expect nothing. I'll just take whatever you want to give. That was just that side of me that, you know, thought I was being like Jesus and realized that, you know what, girl, you need to have some expectations of these people that are around you. When you are friends with me, what am I expecting of you? Am I expecting to call, you know, to have a call from you once a day or once a week? What does our friendship look like? What are the boundaries of our relationship, right? When you, you know, for for my relationship with my children and my significant other, the people that live in the house with me, right? I expect that when you leave the house, you say goodbye. Hey, I'm leaving now. I'll see you later. Yeah, that's an expectation of mine. So sitting down and having an expectation talk with others, it lets them know what you are expecting of them. And it also lets them, gives them an opportunity to say whether they can meet that expectation or not, right? So yeah, mom, like, yes, I will definitely say goodbye to you before I leave. Now, not my minor children. My minor children need to let me know when they're opening the door. But my adult kids, right, if they're in a hurry, they may not get a chance in that moment to say goodbye for the third time and I love you and give me a hug. They may, they may be in such a rush in that moment, right? But I am expecting a text to say, mom, I was in a rush, goodbye. But you know, you know. <laughs> so they can let you know whether they can meet that expectation or whether they can't meet that expectation. It is so fair, so healthy to sit down and have expectations, talks. This is, um, this is apropos for, re- for romantic relationships. When you are in a romantic relationship, your significant other needs to understand what you are expecting of them and and <laughs> they need to know what what you know vice versa you know what i'm saying here right so there needs to be expectations talks when you have these sort of talks you cancel out so much stress right i expected you to meet me at the mall today like where were you well if you didn't tell me that i was supposed to meet you there like How can you expect something that is so unspoken, right? We get disappointed so many times because our expectations are not met. But if we do not have the expectations talk, then we don't need to have those expectations out there. Yeah, we'll talk more about expectations in in more of our episodes as we move forward because I love talking about expectations because it has, as I said, revolutionized my life. All right. Number five, I lo- I'm, I'm waving my self-love flag so much, right? That number five, I want you to hear this. I want you to really hear me out in this. Number five, I am upgrading my income. I love myself so much <laughs> that I'm upgrading my income. Just let that sink in for a second. 
I am deciding to make more money because I love myself so much. This is an act of self-love. This is a revolutionary act of self-love, right? This is an act of saying, hey, I'm, I'm worth it. Now, you may not know exactly what that looks like. Maybe the job that you are at right now, you know, you may be capped off with how much you can make at that space. But maybe you're getting a side hustle together. Maybe your business needs to go to the next level. You need to get, you know, a little more skill or you need to set some systems in place so your business can go to the next level so that you can make more money. But it starts with a decision. And once you make the decision, you don't have to know everything, you know, every way that you're going to make this happen. But you need to start out with a decision. You know what? I, I'm ready for an upgrade in, in my money. I need to have more money. I do not want to ask another person to cash at me nothing. If nobody cash apps me on my birthday, I am not going to be sad. You know why? Because I'm making it myself. I had an opportunity to go to the mall with with my oldest daughter. She took me to the mall for Mother's Day. She picked me up in this amazing, oh my God, amazing BMW with suicide doors. It's It was just, I just had a good time. And so we get in this car. She takes me in this car. We go to the mall and she just says to me, mom, just get whatever you want. Like whatever you want, you know, like. And this is so new because she, you know, she is just coming into her own. She has just become a full adult. She's been living on her own for a couple of years now, which which I'm I'm proud of. Um, but she's come into this space where she is like, I am going to make all of the money that I need to make, like literally in and it shows in her attitude it shows in the way that she carries herself when she walks into the mall people are like looking like who is this person now she is in her own world in her phone taking selfies of herself literally the girl has on stuffed animal slippers throughout the whole mall right but when she walks into a store all of the people cater to her because they're kind of like who are you obviously you have money like let's go like we're gonna sell you whatever you want us to sell you right and I just saw within her this thing where it's like I deserve this I deserve to be making the amount of money that makes me just happy with myself when I walk into a mall. And and it is, it's very obvious to other people when you have that mindset, when you have a mindset that says, you know what, I deserve more than what I have. And I am capable of more than what I have made thus far. You can do this. Like you literally have the ability to say, you know what? I'm deciding to make more. Of course, there may be some self-investments that you have to do. You may need to invest some time. And I'm in that space in my life right now, investing time because I'm saying, you know what? I want to be on the I want to be at the top. I want to be at the cream of the crop. And so when I get to this space where I be like I'm literally on my way to be Dr. LaShawn Brooks, right? I am moving in the direction of upgrading 
my entire lifestyle. I am moving into a space where I am like, you know, I, I, there's more to life than this, right? I was conditioned, another conditioning story. I was conditioned to believe that the men in my life are the ones who are supposed to be the financial conductors. And so all I knew is that when you need money, you have to go to a man. I did that in my home with my father. And then once my father released me to get married to <laughs> to a man in my, in my it, like my, I was only 20 years old when I got married. That was the thing. Can you take care of her? Can you financially provide for her? And so I was given over to get married at 20 years old um, because he could financially provide for me, right? And so my mindset was, you have to have a man in your life that is there, to supply the money. Well, that for me, it had to break after a while. I had to come to a space where, yeah, now I am a single mom. Now I am, (laughs) I got to pay my own bills. And I like literally got to a space where I was just like, you know what? I don't want to have to look to a man to to have income. I don't want to have to ask a man for anything else. Love all the men out there, but I don't want to have to ask y'all for nothing, right? So what did that require? I had to invest into myself. So every weekend, instead of going out, now I get to go out every now and then when the semester ends, but every weekend, instead of going out, instead of, you know, celebrating that it's the weekend, I am literally cramming in um, schoolwork. Why? Because I'm headed to become a doctor, right? And so that takes self-investment. So number five, again, is upgrading your income. What do you need to do to upgrade your income, to, to get yourself to a space where you understand who you are when you walk in the building? They know money has walked into the space, not just money, but wealth, Right? Legacy has walked into the building. And so, again, number one, walk away from the people who refuse to treat you according to your worth. Number two, investing in yourself more than others. Number three, setting boundaries. Number four, having expectations, talks with others. And number five, upgrading your income. These are, this is a simple list. Now there's so much more we could talk about and we'll get into this in other times, but the, this is a simple list of five revolutionary acts of self-love spaces where you can say, I am waving my flag of self-love. I love myself so much that I am going to produce this. I am going to invest in myself. I am going to get out of this toxic relationship. I am going to make more money. I am going to have expectations, talks with other queen. You can do it. It's a whole lot, but you can do it. Go over these notes and add this to your life. Self-love is a practice. It's not a gift. And so you have to develop in this thing. You have to push forward. Listen, 
I would love to join you on your journey to self-love, to healing, right? Sometimes we have to heal before we walk in real self-love. So I'd love to join you on your journey of learning to love yourself through healing, through building a business that sustains you and your family, and through increasing your sphere of influence so that you can build a strong legacy. I would love to do that. Go to LaShawnBrooks.com or you can go to iQueenUp.com. Both of them point to the same space. iQueenUp.com. Quick, click on work with LaShawn and we will start your journey today. I cannot wait to hear from you. Share this podcast, like it, share it, Give us a review as well, just so people know that you are getting some good heart food on Queen Tings. And I will talk with you again next week. But you don't need anybody's validation. You got your own. Your own.